Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. It's Friday, July 3rd. Markets are closed today. But I did want to just tell you that we got some really good news about the economy. 4.8 million jobs were added in June, and that's on top of 2.7 million in May. So when you put May and June together, seven and a half million more jobs. The unemployment rate, it dropped to 11.1%, but the Labor Department actually says that's probably understated. It's probably closer to 12.1%. Now, one other piece of information that's a little bit weird and disconcerting before you get your uh, mission accomplished jackets on, and that is that we also had weekly employment benefits claims, and weekly claims remain incredibly high. Uh, still 1.4 million Americans who need unemployment benefits and continuing claims. That's the number of people who are currently receiving unemployment benefits. It's still over 19 million. So what do you take from these two pieces of information? I think we can safely say that so far, it looks like April was the worst month for the Labor Department and probably for the economy. We are slowly coming out, but we got a ways to go. So with that said, let's get to your questions. Okay, first, a question after I conducted a webinar for my friends over at Salesforce. Um, this was a very broad question, which probably is something you're all thinking about. Uh, Shirley says, I recently inherited a bit of money after my mother passed away late last year with the housing condo prices moving around, lots of foreclosures. Could this be a good time to invest in real estate? I don't know. I doubt it because prices aren't going down too much. They're kind of staying where they are going up. Of course, what I would say to you, Shirley, is no matter what, if you're considering buying real estate and it is for an investment, then you have to run numbers. You have to do your research and you can't just pile into this project as if it were like la-di-da, no big deal. It's a huge big deal. Okay. Wendy writes, I know one is supposed to diversify. How many different funds should you have in a retirement account? It's not actually about the number of funds. It's about the different asset classes. So in general, you know, sort of big picture, we have cash and cash equivalents, we have stocks, we have fixed income or bonds, and we have commodities and sometimes real estate funds. Those are the big ones. As long as you have stock, bonds, and cash and one fund for each of those, I'm fine with that. Certainly within stocks, I would say US stocks and then an international fund. And, you know, you can get kind of cute. You can do some of the smaller cap versus large cap, but it really does depend 
how much money we're talking about. Uh, Janae writes, I always look forward to your interviews with Mike Quincy. I'd like him to address getting a deal for someone buying a new or certified pre-owned car for cash. A lot of deals I see are tied in with financing, and I'm not about financing. Well, I'll tell you what, Janae, if uh, you listen to the interview, what, what I found out from him this time around is pretty much what I thought, which is you should always negotiate the best deal and not talk about financing. And in fact, a good tip here, whether you're dealing with a salesperson, is if that salesperson says, well, are you financing or buying cash? And you say, I don't really care about that right now. Um, I haven't decided yet. I want to make the best deal on the car. Let's not talk about the financing. And then you cut your best deal possible. So I think that's a great tip. Okay. Kevin writes, always good to read and listen to your advice. I have a comment and a question. A comment, paying down debt. My wife and I are relatively debt-free. We have the mortgage on our primary residence and one car note, no credit card debt. I knocked it all down some time ago, paying what debt we had by sending money to our creditors weekly instead of monthly, sometimes paying ahead and running a credit balance for a while on any given card by sending 25 bucks more each week. I think others can benefit from this. Okay, good. It's funny when you say relatively debt-free. I wouldn't consider a mortgage and a car note debt-free, but I would say you're consumer, mostly consumer debt-free, I guess. Okay, here's the question. I've been using dollar cost averaging to save and invest in the stock and bond markets over the years. Now nearing retirement, I'm advised to move most of my wealth out of stocks and into bonds or cash. Why? Well, who's advising you to do that? You're not going to need all the money at once. That's so true. You know, slowly but surely, Move into the allocation that protects some of your money and is geared towards your income needs. Absolutely. Susan writes, you mentioned on the radio show to pay by the hour for financial planners to run scenarios. How would I find those kinds of people in the Minneapolis area? Okay, here's how you do it. You just go to NAPFA, the National Association of Personal Financial Advisors, NAPFA, N-A-P-F-A dot org. And then you just put in your zip code and you can see who is a fee only planner and who you can pay by the hour. Also, Susan wants to know, is your social security determined by what you make at 60? No, it's based on your 40 quarters of earnings. Are distributions counting as income since I'm 60 and caught in the COVID-19 situation with no job. Well, if you took a distribution from your retirement account and it is just income to you, that's it. You know, there's no break on that um, and you have to pay tax on it. The one thing that you can do if you've self-certified that you're impacted by coronavirus and you took money out of your retirement account, you can repay the tax that's due in equal parts over a three-year period. So that's good to know. So you don't have to do it at least all at once. Okay. And finally, Ryan writes, I just want to take the time to thank you for all the insight you have shared with me over the past year. I love the approach you have with your show. It's positive and easy to grasp and apply right away. And I also wanted to share my progress with you. My wife and I started to track our net worth a, a year ago, June of 2019. They started at, ready, minus 28,282. And now I can proudly say we're at plus $36,871, just over a $65,000 swing in one year. 
We couldn't have done it without the helpful guidance that you and your show has provided. Thank you, Ryan. Mark, that's the best. Am I right? That's the best. Thank you so much, Ryan. That's a fantastic note. Um, we're going to leave it there because I don't even know what to say. I'm I'm so happy about that. Congratulations. Well done. I'm glad that we could coach you along and, and help you with your process. If you would like more financial information, just go to our website. It's jillonmoney.com. You can sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Please do pass along this podcast to anyone who you think could benefit from it. Leave us a rating or a review. Mark says it works. Okay. And this weekend, we've got some a little bit fodder for maybe your career and your life as well. We've got a special guest, Steve Hertz. He'll be on the show this weekend, reminding you, as always, to wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain that physical distancing, and try to lift somebody up. Just do something nice. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Telercio is our executive producer. We're distributed by Cadence 13. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.